0: Episode 17 of Corn Syrup, a horror podcast. I'm Tyler.
1: Hello, my cornies. Papa Mike is back. What up, man? How you doing? Good. That was a good episode from you and Chelsea. You guys did really well, and your chemistry is really good. I'm starting to think that you two are sleeping together. That's how good the chemistry is. How was Miami? I'm still pale as shit. It like, doesn't even look like I went. It was yeah. a lot nicer than up here, though. We cool. should buy a fucking house down there, man. As yeah. soon as we start making money off this thing, we are going to be down there doing our episodes from the beach. Can serve drinks. Well, I probably think, not. I
0: I think this is the episode that's gonna
1: launch our careers. Yeah,
0: we're gonna we're gonna break down that barrier. So today we are. This is our St. Patty's Day episode. We're talking about the Leprechaun franchise, everybody's favorite slasher franchise. And I'll tell you what, we watched eight of these movies, so you people don't have to.
1: And we had to push back this episode a week because it's it's hard to cram these pieces of shit and. Into you know watching this over seven days, we had to stretch it over fourteen days. Um, I think I came up with this idea in like January. <laughs> you know, we we thought it was such a good idea at the time, and like it was probably during like part four or five of watching this. I was like, "What the fuck was I thinking?"
0: Some of these movies, there, it's one of those so good they're bad type things. Other ones are just basically unwatchable. The funny thing is, I don't, I wouldn't really recommend any of these movies to anybody. I don't think. I mean, even people that love slasher films, I'm not sure I would go around recommending these, but yeah, this is a bottom tier. Maybe there's someone
1: that you really fucking hate.
0: Yeah, exactly. This is a bottom tier horror franchise. Shout out to Warwick Davis, though. The man was committed to his job, that's for sure.
1: Like, I first started watching these when I was a kid. Like, if you remember that channel, UPN, I feel like this (laughs) always aired, like, all of the sequels, it, yep. it would be on, you know, like, like a Thursday at noon, like when we like, would be home from school and like the, the summer. And like, I remember just watching like maybe like three or four of these movies on UPN. And that's, you know, so like there is some nostalgia with these movies, of course, but then sure. you watch it as an adult and you're like, Jesus Christ, dude, how, like, what were these people on that made these? It, so
0: you saw them growing up. I, prior to this, I had only seen one in three. So I had seen very little, I. Had, but I've seen both of those movies a bunch. For some reason, I just never saw any of the other movies. I don't really know why. Uh, but now after watching them, I have a better idea as to why they were never really on my radar. Well, uh, I tell
1: you what, you are
0: not cultured until you watch Leprechaun in <laughs> Space, my friend. Yeah, yeah, you're not a true Irishman until you watch this, all eight movies of this franchise. Let's get into some quick horror news. Not a whole lot here. Devin Sawa, old friend from Final Destination. I think he's in a couple other horror
1: movies. There's one called Idle Hands. I saw it for the first time a couple weeks ago with Anne. A&H. Nope. Really? She uh, made us rent it. She swore by it. I paid like three ninety nine to watch it. What'd you yeah. think? It's pretty good. It's a solid, it's like the most typical like 90s movie ever. But you know, that's kind of like my shit. And
0: It's kind of a comedy, right? Yeah.
1: There's no scary parts of it. It's, it's definitely dark humor. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good movie. It's got, you know, uh, Seth Green in it. Um, Jessica <laughs> Alba. Really? Yeah. Well, wow. yeah, it's a yeah, it's a good movie. Uh 6.3 out of 10. All right.
0: All right. You heard it here folks. 6.3 for Idle Hands. Uh but yeah, Devin Sawall, most horror fans know him from Final Destination. He's the the final guy, the main character in that movie. But he's going to be in the new Chucky series coming out for Sci-Fi. I think they're targeting for later 2021, maybe it's 2022 at this point.
1: I don't know, but Do you think possibly he's being cast as Andy Barkley? Adult, or do you think that they would stay true to actual um, um, Alex Vincent playing him because he has already played himself in the later Chucky films?
0: I could, yeah, but you tell you, I mean,
1: sometimes he he, he could pull it off, yeah, he He kind of does look right, yeah.
0: But and sometimes I would bet that Mancini would want to stick with Alex Vincent, but sometimes you that's out of your control, it's like the network, exactly. Sci fi could be like, hey, you got to get someone with a little more name recognition. Maybe that's what it is. That's a good point, though. I never even thought about that. Uh, But I'm looking forward to that TV show, of course. Speaking of bad slasher franchises, back to the leprechaun, you recently saw the Wrong Turn. Is it a reboot? Or is it a sequel?
1: That's a reboot, yeah. uh, Scrapes clean the whole slate. Um, So I'm not a Wrong Turn fan by any means. Uh, I did like the first one that came out in 2003. Uh, Really good slasher movie. I didn't know. There was a part two, a part three, four, five, six, I think. Something I, I like think that. I think they made six. Yeah. Um, I think the first one was the only one to actually make it into theaters. Um, this one actually wasn't theaters. I think it was released uh February fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh it was only in theaters for about like for the weekend, I believe, and then, you know, the the goal was to put it right into uh VOD. Um, I don't know if that was because of COVID, like if this actually was gonna get a long release in theaters if, if it wasn't for covid um but as someone that's not a big fan of the wrong turn franchise or i shouldn't say i'm not a fan just haven't really seen them um it's it's an okay movie they definitely changed the story around and it's not your typical slasher it's really not even a slasher movie at all um it's kind of got like a midsummer feel to it with a mixture of like black christmas 2019 not like the real shitty parts of it but like yeah you know, like the cult part of it. it. It's it's something I recommend checking out just to see it for yourself. Um, it's not a great movie by any means. It's different. And I guess when you're at you know looking when you're talking about a wrong turn movie, I guess that's all you can ask for.
0: Yeah, really. So yeah. Cody, Nothing special. Cody Leach, who is a YouTube movie reviewer that you and I like, I he, actually he
1: is a big fan of ours as well. <laughs>
0: exactly. We uh he, he recently released reviews for every wrong turn movie. Uh, he actually had the new one ranked as his best wrong turn movie, the, the, the original being the second best. Yeah,
1: and you know, that doesn't really shock me as I don't think any part two through six would even touch this movie. Yeah. It's really just up to the original and this one. So that doesn't shock me, really. I mean, they definitely put the most money into this movie, and it actually has a pretty, you know, nice look to it. No, it's, you know, it's a well made movie
0: cool check out wrong turn and i think that being said let's let's get into these rankings man let's start with hold
1: on i have to pour my uh, whiskey real quick yeah this this is one of those
0: podcasts you cannot do without a beverage
1: that was me taking a piss
0: (laughs) by the way we're drinking scotch man we are it's um luckily
1: irish this is a whiskey scotch um it says Scotland on the bottle, but fuck it, it's from Ireland it's right clo- now. Close enough, right? Yeah.
0: All right, let's get into the worst of the worst, and I'll tell you what: to be the worst movie in this franchise is in this franchise is like a badge of honor in the worst way possible. I, I was gonna
1: say it's probably harder to make the worst movie in this franchise than it is to make the best movie in this franchise.
0: Yeah, this is like it's barely a Leprechaun movie, um, but this is Leprechaun Origins from two thousand fourteen. It is a WWE production, which kind of tells you a lot, too. Uh, This movie does not have the same feel. does not have the same tone. Shares almost nothing in common with the campiness of the Warwick Davis movies that some people may have grown to love. This it just feels takes
1: itself very, very seriously. Way too seriously. For and a that, fucking leprechaun movie. And that's
0: a problem. And like I said, it's really not even a leprechaun. Leprechaun almost takes the form of like a wild animal or something in this movie.
1: It makes tiger sounds. Yeah. Is son- is that about? Right. He
0: sounds like a tiger or a bear <laughs> or something. But uh, yeah, this is a bottom of the barrel horror movie. Even if you've never seen this movie, you've seen it. It's just so formulaic. The acting is so familiar, like in the worst way possible. The characters are so uh, predictable, and you know you've you've
1: just seen it a thousand times. Yeah, I've always tried to go into every single one of these movies with you know an open mind, um, whether he's in space or with this movie. So after what? So this is what the seventh movie of the franchise out of eight. Um, it actually has a nice opening sequence. It, like, after watching the first six movies. Now, granted, like, this is like a recent movie from 2014. Now, like, it's obviously going to have a better production value than a movie made in 1994. But um, it's got some nice, like, overhead shots of Ireland to start the movie. So it actually looks really nice to start. Yeah, that's really all the good things I have to say about this movie. And, like, the one thing about this franchise that I noticed is, like, it's all about, like, the setting. Like, where do you put Leprechaun? And I thought the idea of bringing it back to Ireland was actually pretty cool. And, you know, it made me kind of interested to watch this movie. You know, but once you get a hold of all, like, the reviews and what people have to say, like, you kind of lose interest real quick. Like, even before you watch it. But I do like the idea of them being in Ireland. Um, It makes sense. But with no uh, Warwick Davis here Mm. and... With such a boring cast, boring premise and no lines from Leprechaun. Yeah, not even no Warwick Davis, just
0: no Leprechaun, basically.
1: Like it's not like this is the only movie that you know, of the franchise that doesn't have Warwick Davis, so it's not like he carries the franchise. Like Mm -hmm. so like they didn't even try to like replace him, I feel like. They just they just like replace him with Tiger Sounds and someone with a POV shot.
0: It's a very it's a very cheap cop out. It's a it's a, it's an amazing feat that that this movie can make you miss the other ones, and, I, and I'm talking like mm-hmm. even the other bottom, like even some of the worst movies on this list that we'll get into. This movie makes you yearn for the Warwick Davis movies, even the worst of that bunch. The the scene where the old lady picks
1: them up of of course she's working yeah for the the, the guy it's like right out like Texas dead. Chainsaw or something or like you know like something we've seen thirty other times and of
0: course the guy's son saves Uh, her at the end. Right. He's having
1: doubt about this whole thing.
0: You see it coming from a mile away. This is a movie we've seen a hundred times.
1: Right. This is a movie that fans of the original series would not like. And this movie is in no way bringing in new fans. There's no benefit to this movie at all. This movie is pretty disrespectful to a franchise that is shitty. Doesn't really deserve a lot of respect, to be honest. But... This movie like manages to yeah just take a shit on those prior six movies.
0: But it makes me mad that h- how disrespectful this was to his franchise that I don't even care about. That's that's how bad this movie is. I just I hate this movie. Brendan Fletcher, we'll yeah. say that. Let's just say that.
1: Uh, the second I saw him, oh, Freddy vs. Jason, exactly. exactly, my man. Um, but with the WWE, uh, they've made some. I mean that's kind of the first sign of what you're gonna watch. Uh, they made that movie in that 2006 with Kane, uh, See hmm. No Evil. I, I know that. that's a WWE movie. Um, they make a bunch of like John Cena action movies. Yeah, like where he's like a revenge father or something like 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 they always try to hype up their own stars. But I, I don't get where. Hornswoggle? is that who? Hornswoggle,
0: and they—they they, is he even in this movie? Like, I don't, dude. I don't. I don't know. I mean, he's they, the they, number
1: one billing actor in this movie, and I could you could have fooled me. Obviously, they marketed it
0: of WWE fans right. by putting his name like front and center, but he, he's not even in the movie. No, he's not. Just act, see his, hes not an actor. He's like, not unless he's this. the one that's
1: holding the uh, camera and in all in, in all those point of view shots that we yeah. get from uh, from Leprechaun, But that's this movie stinks. If, if you're watching this
0: franchise, just skip it. Let's move on to number seven on our list. This is Leprechaun in the hood from 2000 directed by Rob Sperra. What do you think about this movie? Now oddly enough, Leprechaun spends two movies. So three whole hours in the hood. This was the first of those endeavors for Warwick
1: Davis. I, I actually think that the poster for this movie is actually really badass. I, yeah, I, I think it's a cool poster. It's probably one of the better ones in the uh, series. Um, but this movie's like anything but badass. Like yeah, like Ice tea, Like it sounds good in theory, but he looks like he wanted no business of this movie. He how looked, how did they get him? It's not like I they had a budget. What, uh, what they had he... a one point four million dollar budget. I'm assuming all of it went. Most of it went to him. At least a million dollars. I mean, least, yeah, you got to think. At least, like, like, like this was right around the time he started his um, SVU for uh, Law and Order. So yeah. maybe he had. A, so maybe he had some time on his hands, like right before he started that show. Uh, but he just like, it it just looks like he wants nothing to do with this movie. Like while he's like filming it, um, and I'll blame him. And I really tried to find like humor in this movie, but I couldn't, I kind of found myself like cringing more. Yeah. I guess the part that made me smile the most was the end credits with leprechaun rapping. but like, it's kind of like me (laughs) smiling with my teeth. Like uh, it's, it was really Nothing.
0: The movie spends way too much time with those three rappers and not enough time with Leprechaun. Yeah, like how many times do we have to watch those guys rap terrible songs
1: about positivity? It's, P or whatever dude, it's so is. bad. And <laughs>
0: before I watched it, I was like, Ice T's in it, so that gives it instant credibility. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, maybe this is a, a step above the last mm-hmm. one and the one before that, so on and so forth. But but man, it's bad. And you spend, like I said, way too much time with these three main protagonists, and th- and they're all pretty shitty.
1: And I also think it's uh, the worst performance by uh, Warwick Davis, too. This is like the probably the worst version of the leprechaun that we get, um, aside from the last movie we talked about, Origins, which doesn't even really involve a leprechaun. But this is definitely his worst, I'd say, of the seven movies that he started. Like, is he like a pimp in this movie? Leprechaun like like he has like like a loft and like a and he he just brings up hose and like smokes blunt he's just smoking weed all time which is cool but they but they find a way to make it like not cool (laughs) by the way the whole thing
0: with him smoking weed like that doesn't always land no it's not it's really not that funny like
1: like. Maybe the first time it does, but yeah. then like it just keeps doing it, and it's like, okay, yeah, we get. It. He passes out every time he takes a hit of weed. Like, I think the biggest uh-huh.
0: the biggest offense of this movie, I think, is it's just so fucking boring. Like, it just it almost sounds like a, a music a long music video. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just so much bad rapping, and uh, just just by the way, the kills are bad.
1: Yeah, I can Like, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head, and I really can't. I really can't even think of a scene from from this movie that we can talk about. <laughs> So this movie, like, people die
0: with, a, like, a comb. Someone yeah. gets stabbed with a bomb. Right. So it's all, like, comedy kills and no good practical effects, mm-hmm. no good characters. The production value of this movie is, like, I mean, you are scraping the barrel. It, it's It's amazing that Warwick Davis was actually still even doing these movies at this point, in my opinion.
1: The fact that he said yes to this, yeah. yeah. I mean, now, with the previous movie, they were in space. So, like, they went out there. But I feel like for, like, this movie, like, they didn't go as overboard. And, like, once you go into space as a leprechaun, like, once you just, like, take it one step further. Yeah. Like, I feel like, like, they stepped back and this made a worse movie. Yeah,
0: you got to keep embracing that ridiculousness.
1: And they didn't at all with this.
0: Yeah, this this movie's pretty bad. Um, like I said, I think for the most part, it's painfully boring. They try to develop characters I guess they try to give you a story that you can root for but to me it just falls completely
1: flat it's like one of the few movies too in the franchise I, I think it's like the only that doesn't really have like a female lead of any sort or any like yeah. female characters like they're all just like robots that are like hypnotized by like leprechaun and just like yeah wow. and like shown as like hoes like the, like there's no actual you know females and you know me and Todd love the females come yeah. on leprechaun gotta have, gotta have the ladies man where
0: are the ladies at nah this movie sucks let's <laughs> Let's move on to number six. Uh, you mentioned it, Leprechaun in Space. This is the fourth installment, directed by Brian Trenchard-Smith, who is the only director on this list to direct two Leprechaun movies. We'll get into the other one later on. Uh, this movie came out in 1997. Uh, the six. 1996, okay. I stand corrected. Um, the The effects in this movie look like they're from a computer game.
1: I was gonna say like a softcore porn on Cinemax. <laughs> it's kind of what I felt.
0: Yeah, the production value of this movie is is intentionally terrible. So it's it's funny. It has that going for it. They like you said prior, this is the movie where they like they fully embrace the ridiculousness of a killer mm-hmm. leprechaun.
1: And I think they jumped the gun a little bit too much. I mean, yeah. you're coming off the first three movies, which aren't terrible movies. And then you took him right to space. I mean, like you gotta like ease into this. You know, like have him go somewhere else on Earth. That's it was crazy. Like, like, like have him go to like boot camp or like the post office or something. Like, like you can't go right to space, man. Like, it, like your yeah. franchise wasn't there yet, and they just brought it there. And, that, and that's kind of like the problem I have with this movie is that they jumped the gun a little too quick for, for me. Yeah, you
0: you got to earn space, man. You got to <laughs> yeah. have
1: like you got to be on like, like adjacent next territory to get to space. Yeah.
0: I'll give Trenchard Smith, the director, a little bit of credit. I think he knew what he was doing here. Like, he just went all in, even though, you you know, I agree, it was probably jumping the gun. So, you know, I think some of his his ideas were not terrible, but it's just, for me, it's way over the top, and a lot of what he decided to do just didn't land for me personally. You know, it, it is a movie that's just so far out there. Fun fact, they don't even use the word leprechaun. In this movie, yeah. they, they never call Warwick Davis's character a Leprechaun. They treat him like he, like he's an alien. Would you say this is this is what I wrote down? This movie is almost like a really bad version of Spaceballs meets slasher.
1: Yeah, yeah that's that's very fair. I mean, if there's any franchise that can go to space, it's like the Leprechaun franchise. I mean, yeah. I'm not some douchebag that like hated like the Jason going into space because you know it's a slasher movie. Like it's not yeah. you know it's not like. John Wayne going into space, or some, you know, some, you know, it's something. We got low expectations for these movies, um, so I mean, if any franchise can pull it off, it is Leprechaun. I think more so than Jason or Freddy Krueger. I mean, I know Jason's done it, but
0: well, you said you watched this movie twice, and the second time you liked it a little bit
1: more. Well, no, so I watched, so so I watched the first like sixty minutes and passed out because it oh. was so boring. Uh, the next day, I, I was high and I watched the last half hour and I and I actually really enjoyed the last half hour of this movie. I think the first sixty minutes were probably the worst sixty minutes in in the whole franchise. Yeah, I think the last thirty minutes are passable. Um, hmm. I find myself laughing at Leprechaun and his wife's like back and forth. Yeah, right, like like he turns his back and he calls her a bitch. Like, <laughs> nah, it, like like to me that's funny. Um, I think the scene with Dr. Mettenhan is actually kinda creepy and it kind of forms into a second villain. Yeah, you're right. It turns into Dr. Metten spiders, so he, fucking cheesy. He's but... al- he's almost like the first villain in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean like he looks like he's someone out of like Power Rangers or something, but yeah. like he actually is pretty creepy. So I give that credit. How about the the pan face kill? The pan the face, kill. yeah. <laughs> like that's kinda where like the movie started to pick up for me. Um was that scene. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see him with the Sarge when he's dancing, you know, he's kinda like hypnotized by the leprechaun, right. and he thinks he's a woman. I kinda mm-hmm. found myself I that that was funnier than anything we covered in um Origins or Back to the Hood or In the Hood.
0: Yeah, I agree there. Definitely. It's not a movie that works a lot, but I do give it small credit for, you know, Brian Trenchard Smith just going absolutely crazy, albeit maybe a little bit too early in a franchise that still could have been salvageable to some degree. Right.
1: I mean, when you're coming off Leprechaun 3, which we'll get to, I feel like there's a little more meat on the bones that you could have done yeah. instead of just jumping a shark in the in space. Do you agree
0: that there's a little bit of a gap here though between the first two that we talked we spoke about Origins yeah, and There's definitely a gap in, in, the in the hood and there's a small gap here between in the hood and space, and I actually think there's a bigger gap between this one and the next one we're about to, we're about yeah, to talk about. Agreed. Uh, that being said, let's move into our top five. Number five, talking about Leprechaun. What's that back to the hood? We're going. We're going back to the hood, man. This is Leprechaun back to the hood from 2003. I don't really know why they made two movies with Warwick Davis in the hood, but here we are. But I think you know right off the bat. This movie, you can tell, has a little bit of a better feel than In the Hood. The intro is actually like a pretty cool origin story of Leprechaun folklore, a little I, bit.
1: I think that's the best that this has the best opening of any movie in the whole series. Actually, with the animation, I mean, it's got yeah. a one point four million dollar budget, and I swear that like ninety yeah. percent of that went to the opening. Mm-hmm. It's really well done, and uh, the animators are actually are people that work on. Um, Futurama, and have worked on the Looney Tune, uh, the Looney Tunes movie. No shit. So you know, it's not like a bunch of nobodies. Like you know, people, you know, with some credibility, working on that opening scene, and it shows. I think the thing you can say about
0: this movie, Back to the Hood versus In the Hood, the people making this movie cared a lot. Mm -hmm. They had, they didn't have a whole lot of budget to work with, but you can tell. I mean, they, they, I think their hearts were in the right place, versus. In the hood, which was just a train wreck all around.
1: And not just with the crew, but with the cast. It's much yeah. better acted in this movie.
0: Tangie Miller. Is, yeah. Uh, plays the, Emily, I believe her name is. And she's the final girl. And she's actually pretty decent. And I think her character is pretty decent, too. You know, it, it gives you somebody to root for. And you don't get that often in this franchise. And then after the um, the animation in the opening scene is, you know, the scene where Leprechaun gets sent back to hell. I mean, that's... Yeah. The, the first 10 or 15 minutes
1: are actually, relatively speaking, to this franchise. Are, it's pretty solid. No, it does a good job of, yeah, of actually getting your attention the first, you know, mm-hmm. few scenes of this movie. And you actually keep it for the next 90 minutes. It's really not a bad movie. But the bar was also so low at this Very point for, for the franchise that... They kind of like benefited from from the two previous movies being so shitty. What
0: I'll say, it's pre- it's pretty surprising though. You would think in the hood being as bad as it was, you would think this would be just as bad, if not worse. Yeah. Considering yeah. they're going back to the hood for another fucking ninety yeah. minutes, it's insane that they decide it's, to do that.
1: Yeah, and you get rid of Ice tea. you know. Yep. And but no, I I think most people would not say that this movie's better than yeah in the hood. Oh, I think so for sure. Uh, you know, not to get too
0: deep here because we're all, we all we are talking about leprechaun for God's sake. But you know, there's the whole uh, undertone of you know like poverty and everything like that, and that's kind of what I meant when I said that you can tell the people making this movie actually cared, and in the hood was just you know I don't want to say it was a cash grab because they but couldn't it, have possibly thought they were making money. Yeah,
1: but, but it was a ninety-two minute long like a video, like music video, basically mm-hmm. where this actually had some heart to it. <laughs> And it shows, much better movie, lot better made. Yeah, this movie really makes me
0: hate In the Hood. Even, yeah, even more than I did. Like mm-hmm. em- Emily, like I said, pretty good character. Her boyfriend Rory, pretty good character. Better script. The acting is better. Better storyline. There's thank God there's no corny rapping. Yeah, that we have to say through. the through. Right. Yeah. So in summary, man, if you're gonna watch Leprechaun
1: In the Hood, watch it. Might as well the- skip it. And watch Back to the Hood, because this actually um, ignores that previous movie, which... Yeah, they all kind of do. Yeah, they all um, ignore one another, like, in some way, but this movie just kind of said, all right, well, we kind of fucked up with that last movie. Let's go back to the hood, make it better, which is kind of weird, because this movie came out three years after. Like, you think that they just would have scrapped it and gone on. But no, but props to them, I guess, for, you know, coming back and fixing their mistakes from the previous movie
0: i guess what we can say about this movie is it's it's better than it should have been on paper right all things considered it 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 had no business
1: being good at all no all
0: right so that is number five that's leprechaun back to the hood let's move on to number four man and i I think this is a i don't know if there's really any controversial takes when it comes to leprechaun this is
1: controversy but if there
0: was a controversial take I, i think here it is number four is the original leprechaun from nineteen ninety three, I think you have strong feelings about this movie and why it's not ranked higher than it is. So I'll let you I'll let you start with with your thoughts on this one.
1: All right. Well, I'll start with the things I like about it first. Um, your luck just ran out. That's the tagline of the movie. I think that's an awesome fucking tagline for a leprechaun movie. So well done there. This is where we get like the first glimpse of Warwick Davis. So I think. So I just mentioned how his makeup is. Fucking amazing. I mean, it's amazing in really every movie.
0: Let me pause you there real quick. I'm sorry. I want to mention Gabe Bartolos. That's the gentleman that did the makeup for Leprechaun 1, 2, 3, 5, and 6. Um, so if there's, you know, outside of Warwick Davis, Gabe Bartolos is the star of this franchise, in my opinion.
1: Um, so I mentioned previously that this is like a series that's kind of based on its setting and Where you put this Leprechaun is kind of how you dictate this movie. Um, And, you know, for him to be trapped in a house with some boring characters in, what, South Dakota? I just feel like... North Dakota, I think. I think it's South Dakota. You might want to check your facts here, Well, you win. Um, (laughs) I just don't think the characters are good enough to carry this movie. I think Leprechaun is obviously the best part of this movie and his makeup. Um, I just find it really boring. Uh, you keep Leprechaun at this house when you see in all of the sequels he gets to spread his wings a little bit and um interact with you know outside you know with other people in this world and for here I I just feel this movie so tightly closed in and I just um I just don't like it. Okay. Don't you think Sue that's me.
0: how these franchises usually go, though? Usually, that's how they start. It usually starts somewhere. It's like baby steps, I guess. And then gets more ridiculous as it goes on, right? But
1: then, like, they have a scene where, you know, they go, like, the to, like, the diner, and, like, so, so and, like, they realize that, like, there's no body count at all, and they're, like, 40 minutes in, into the movie, so yeah. they have Leprechaun kill, like, that shop owner, and then... And then for some reason we have to follow this random cop for twenty minutes. And yeah, he chases that, and we, I wrote that down. That too. we don't care about at all.
0: Well, that's a, that's a slasher thing where it, it like it, you got like a ninety minute protocol yeah. and you got to hit that mark. Well, like, think.
1: there are some movies that like you know that there are characters that are going to die, and that's kind of what makes it fun. Is like you're just waiting for their death. For this for this movie, you kind of know that they're all going to live. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like like you don't think Ozzy's going to die. Like you know that like the kid's not going to die. Nathan you know, Nathan, Nathan could have died. Her boyfriend. I guess, but not, but then he also, I, I really didn't sense it though. And, okay. And ultimately I was right. It was like, you were, cause I'm always right. <laughs> but you just knew that these characters were never in any real danger. And that if a side character ever popped up like a cop and he was, I was going to die. It's obviously much better than the movies we talked about. But that's not very hard. I think it's a movie that played it really safe. Definitely, Um, but not really great. Not a good movie, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: look, dude, I don't. I actually don't disagree with anything you said. I don't have any nostalgia for this movie, even though I've watched it a a lot. Um, But it's really not a movie I care about, and that's you know a testament to the movie because I have seen it a bunch and it never really made me give a shit. Uh, I guess let's let's talk about the elephant in the room, Jennifer Aniston. Hmm? I actually I don't think she's bad in this. No, and
1: yeah, she obviously showed that star. Uh, potential and I give them credit for casting her. I mean, this was obviously before Friends.
0: A couple years before, right?
1: A year yeah. or two. I th- I think it was like a year before Friends. Okay. Yeah,
0: it was right before. For the, you know, for the most part, the cast isn't bad. Like her boyfriend Nathan isn't bad. Yeah. Um, Ozzy is Ozzy. You it's know. the best acting
1: probably of the whole series. Probably. Yeah. Um, which you know because part two through seven are terrible. Really, it's probably. The, the best acting that we get in this franchise until we get to back to the hood.
0: Um, the opening scene I think is pretty decent with the O'Grady's. I don't really know what the O'Grady's are doing in North Dakota or yeah. South Dakota, considering they're full blooded Irish. I also don't know what Jennifer Aniston and her dad are doing there either. That's never explained, no. other than they're buying a shitty ass house. And that she hates it, yeah,
1: yeah. I love the part where, um, it's Kind of nearing the end of the movie, and they're like, Oh, yeah, the uh, guy that lived in this house is in the retirement home, like right down the road. Yeah, so how the hell would you know that? And they just go right to the retirement home. Like,
0: how did Leprechaun get O'Grady into that elevator shaft?
1: Yeah, uh, that's that's something we'll have to ask uh Warwick Davis when, when he's on the podcast next week.
0: I can see what they were trying to do with the four main cast members, you know, Nathan and I, the guy who played Nathan and Jennifer Aniston, I mean, I, I thought they were pretty good together. It's also believable that Jennifer Aniston wanted to stay because of him, considering she was probably supposed to be like 18 in this movie or something. Right. I don't know. Maybe even yeah. younger. I don't know. Um, Ozzy and the little kid Alex, they tried to make that into like a lighthearted thing, which nobody wanted that. We just want to see yeah. Leprechaun, man. Yeah. So this, this isn't a great comparison, but you can kind of look at this almost like uh, the original Friday the 13th where things were not hashed out yet. This set the precedent. Yeah. And then the, the couple sequels after just elevated it and made it into what it was. That's obviously not a great comparison because Friday the 13th is a million years better. But, but if as if far as it.
1: playing safe with the first movie, yeah. like keeping it all in like the same setting. Yeah. I mean, I can see where you're coming from.
0: But One more thing about this just... movie. The, the biggest compliment I'll, I'll give to it is uh, Mark Jones is the director. I mean, he definitely gave this movie a lot of TLC because he started creating the concept back in 1985, and this movie hmm. didn't come out until 1980. I'm sorry, 1993. So, I definitely don't. You know, I definitely think they cared about the movie.
1: Uh, well, it's funny to think that he thought of this movie in 1985 because Warwick Davis, I think, was born in like 1970, 1971. So he was you know 1314 when he was thinking of this movie and I guarantee you this movie would not be anywhere near as good as it is if it wasn't for Warwick Davis yep who probably saved Mark Jones's script
0: all right we are into the top 3 man and we are into we're into the we're into the newest movie of this franchise it's Leprechaun Returns just from 3 years ago uh, 2018 directed by Stephen Kostensky and this is the... I consider this the first true Leprechaun movie to not have Warwick Davis in it because we're not even going to count Origins. Let's not. And Leprechaun is Lyndon Porco. And uh, he's about as perfect as a replacement as you could reasonably expect. Yeah. You know, you're never going to match Warwick Davis's charisma or or comedy or anything like that. But, I mean, he's he's about as good as you can expect. And the thing that's really good about this is... Whereas Origins was a slasher in the worst way, very formulaic step-by-step. This is a slasher that to me feels very modern, but also hits the right notes. The characters are bad, but not unbearable. And the best thing about this movie is the kills are actually really good. Um, And I, and I like how they, they went back to the original. And again, this is a direct sequel to that original. This Um, they bring in Jennifer Aniston's daughter. Her name is Lila. She's played by Taylor Spritler. And, you know, this is part of the whole Halloween 2018 thing where they started making, you know, direct sequels to movies that were made X amount of years ago. But this being what it is, considering it's a movie that was made by Sci-Fi, the TV channel, I actually think this is really solid. And I, you know, you said the original is boring. I had a lot better time with this movie than I did the original.
1: Yeah, and... That's why we have it ranked right above it. Um, this movie really had no business being good, and yeah, it could have been terrible, is, man. And here it is, the third you know best movie of the franchise. Uh, whoever that guy's name is that played the leprechaun, you can say it better than I can, Lyndon Porco. Yeah, yeah, well done by him. Yeah, uh, like there's not a point in this movie that you're watching it saying, oh man, like you know this guy who who the fuck is this guy? Exactly. Um, and he's a young man too, like 23, 24 years old. He's very young, yeah. So that's good for him. Uh you know, that's a big fucking job for a young actor to take on the you know, that you know, for any midget actor, I feel like this is like a dream job and he fucking nailed it.
0: <laughs> they did ask Warwick <laughs> Davis to come back, by the way, and he, he elected yeah. not to. It's under- I mean, it had been a long time. Right. Yeah, he's
1: he's he's in his fifties now and he has yeah. children, so I mean, yeah, that's 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 what he said, so I think he can pretty much do whatever the hell he wants now. Um,
0: I don't want to talk it up too much, but you know, obviously, it came out in 2018, so obviously the production value is is to be much better. It's, it's yeah. much better. It's a it's a better quality movie you're getting here. But, but I still, like it,
1: for for a sci-fi to uh, spend uh, 1.5 million on a movie, you know, there is that, that means that you know you you actually care about yeah what you're doing and that you believe in what you're doing.
0: Yeah, there was never a point in the movie where I felt that it looked really bad. Um, and again, I like how they brought Jennifer Aniston's daughter into the equation. I like how they gave Ozzy a proper send-off, man. Yeah. yeah that's, actually, that's actually a pretty good kill. And I just had a feeling that he was going to be there until the end. Um, and he kind of was, in a sense, he came back as a ghost. But still, you know, within the first half hour of killing off Ozzy, I actually thought that... That takes
1: balls. Took a little bit of guts, and I thought the kill was well done. Um, there but are some, how, how does he still have that coin in him after 25 years? He Don't you think he would like shit it out or anything? Or... No,
0: they said he doesn't, he doesn't have bell movements. Oh, no, I'm no. joking. Okay. It's a joke.
1: <laughs> Must've missed that part. <laughs> no,
0: nah, but there's some creative kills in this. Um, the solar panel kill reminded me of something out of final destination a little bit. Actually reminded me of the kill from final destination two with the barbed wire fence that goes mm-hmm. through the guy's body. Right. Um, so I thought that was pretty good. The sprinkler kill is good. There's some corniness to the jokes. You know, he lands and Porco. Leprechaun harkens back to, like, Walkmans, Crocs. So some of that comedy doesn't always land. But, you know, overall, and Some I actually, of it does. And, you yeah. know,
1: it's a lot of, like, a modern comedy. But this is definitely the most well-liked movie on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it's got 44% from critics... And forty six from audience, which you know, for a Leprechaun movie is like fucking like Casablanca, like that's 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 a really high rating for you know this you know for the eighth movie of a Leprechaun franchise.
0: Yeah, but and just for context, we haven't really been saying it, but most of these movies have like twenty five percent or less. I think two of them have zero. All right, so that's number three, Leprechaun Returns. Pretty good installment. All things considered, Uh, definitely better than it should have been. Similar, I feel the same way about this. As I do Back to the Hood, where, you know, this could have been just an utter train wreck, but they they did a good job salvaging it. Let's move on to number two, top two, man.
1: Oh, here we are. And
0: it is Leprechaun 2. I don't think many people prefer this movie over the original. So I know you like this movie a good bit. Tell me why.
1: I do. Uh, It's the last movie actually to be released in theaters in Leprechaun. So, how's that going for it? Nah, but I, I like the idea. So, you heard why I didn't really like the original Leprechaun. I just thought it was a really boring family, really boring setting. And I like how they just ditch all of that. You know, there's no, like, Jennifer Aniston's, like, families being tortured by this Leprechaun. We guys, you know, keep dealing with the same people. They just ditched that entirely, and now it's set where in um, L.A., I think. Yeah. Um, but now we get to see leprechaun with his wings spread out and about with a bunch of people in Los Angeles. And I couldn't, and off the top of my head, I mean, I can think of like three scenes that are better, that are better than any one scene in the original. I mean, you get the death scene where, uh, Ian, he's like the guy that was like, kind of like making his move on, uh, the main character girl, but, uh, and he just ends up and he, and he just ends up kissing a lawnmower. Like, I think that's. Kind of like like the uh, leprechaun at his best, like playing tricks on people that lead to their to their death and actually a really fucking cool death.
0: I think this movie has the best kills in the franchise, and and for mm. me that's why I was okay putting it at number two. It, it's funny too, like they inject the humor in it. Like you know he thinks it's her naked, and not to get too graphic, but you know she's he's going up to kiss her tits, tits basically, and it turns out to be a, he's a, kissing a long a long yeah
1: and his face just gets... Uh, like, I think, like, that's, up. like, the best kind of leprechaun that we get in, in this whole series is, you know, just a practical, joking, like, son of a bitch that will fucking kill you. Like, I, I yeah. think that's what he is. But, I'd like to see where he kills, like, the coffee shop owner, too. Yeah, like, I was just going to say a like, It's just, like, a sh- like short but sweet scene. Like, yeah. guy just making fun of him, and he's like, all right, I'm going to fucking stab both your hands, and I don't know how that would really kill him, by like putting steam into his face, but, hey... The it pl- works for me. The plot here is terrible, but you're not watching these
0: movies for the plot. No, I mean the plot's terrible. He's chasing a bride. I don't know how this movie was in theaters. By the way, it's crazy, man.
1: Yeah, I mean it was made on a two million dollar budget, which is bigger than the movies that are made now. Yeah, in yeah. in this franchise, and uh, the box office it brought in two point two million. So that's kind of so like this movie kind of was a downfall of it being, you know, in theaters or be or of any future sequels being put in theaters.
0: I will tell you this movie is a lot of fun, and it, it it's almost just as much fun as the one we're putting at number one, which we'll talk about. I, yeah, I agree. Mm. Um,
1: I do give credit to Sandy Baron, the guy who plays Morty. I think he's yeah a very good character. Yeah, um, good death, good kill scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you really see now that's where I like this. It's another reason why I like it more than. Uh, Part one. I mean, you kind of thought that he was safe for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Kind of seemed like the lead character, but he's actually given a really cool death. Um, and it's his greed that really ends up killing him. Yeah, and he asked for the pot of gold. Well, he got his fucking pot of gold. And, and he, he was an al- be- he was an alcoholic. He was mm-hmm. a gambler. So he he actually uh, played Jack. Clompus in seinfeld i don't know if oh you remember him God, yeah he, he, did. he was like like uh morty seinfeld's, morty seinfeld's a, like rival his neighbor yeah he's like known really for like the cadillac ep- uh for like that episode in yeah. uh
0: del boca vista
1: yeah yeah so um oh and God. uh enough his name is like morty in this movie so oh. i wonder if they kind of took that because that uh, seinfeld was at its prime when this movie was released how about that man that's funny so um i give him a lot of credit i think he because the uh, two lead actors, the two young lead actors, are, are terrible. Oof, but um, Siobhan I Siobhan Durkin, yeah, Siobhan Durkin, and whoever the other dude is. Um, but I think Sandy Barron does a great job of carrying the movie acting wise.
0: Good point, man. I agree. Siobhan Durkin is like only a few notches above birdemic birdemic level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really that bad, dude. Uh, I I can't believe that this that she was actually on the big screen.
1: I um, mean, yeah, it's safe <laughs> to say that she was cast for her looks. Really? I mean, yeah, I guess so. I mean, like she's like a 1994 hot, you know. I mean, I'm, she, she's still that. hot now, but you know, I imagine. Isn't
0: it funny the scene where she shows her tits? It's very clearly not her.
1: Wait, what? Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? <laughs> then who was I jerking off to?
0: Yeah, so uh, the the three deaths in this movie that I love, like we mentioned, just to go back: one, DeLama or Morty's death. And then the, with the steam in the coffee shop, bar, yeah. like that to me, man, that's just so much. That's just, that's a lot of fun. And those three deaths over
1: any death that happened in the original. Well, hold obviously. on,
0: I, I want to go back. The pogo stick death is pretty iconic, it r- is. relative to the franchise, right. iconic. But three, but these three deaths supersede that, like collectively.
1: Right. Okay, that's that's very fair.
0: Uh, the only thing that brings this movie down for me a little bit is like the setting of Leprechaun's home. It's, it's just like a terrible set piece. You know, you look at me like you don't know what I'm talking
1: about. I'm, I'm forgetting exactly <laughs> where his home was. It's like where like she's caged up and shit.
0: Yeah. But it makes you appreciate, I wrote down, it makes you appreciate the underground bunker in Texas Chainsaw too. <laughs> yeah. How good that looks compared to this.
1: I mean, of course, I mean, really, it, I mean, this was a big budget movie. I mean, $2 million back in 94 for slasher movies. You know, it's, it's not, not nothing. I mean, like the Halloween movie in 2018 was $10 million. I mean, so yeah, that's, I think they could have definitely hired a better uh, set designer. Or, or something. set design, yeah.
0: One more thing about this movie before we move on. Uh, you know, you mentioned how bad the acting is and you are spot on, especially for the two main protagonists. Mm-hmm. But I actually think that's more in line with the reputation of what this series should be known for, anyway. Like, you you want it to be so bad it's good. Right. And this movie gives you a lot of that.
1: Yeah, especially because we didn't really get that in the first movie, which, you know, but then this kind of set the standard for the rest of the franchise. Um, Rodman Flender was the director of this movie. He actually did a couple episodes of The Office. No shit. Uh, yeah, he wow. he's done the office. I have to look back at his IMDb. I should I should have done more homework, but he's done a lot of like sitcoms. How about that? Um, since then, so I mean, he's done pretty well. Good for him. Awesome man. All right, let's
0: move on to number one. Ooh. Number one of this storied franchise, it is Leprechaun three. This is the one where uh, Warwick Davis goes to Vegas, man. And this this is the movie that I know you and I both agree even before we started re-watching these movies, or for me, watching them for the first time, we kind of had a feeling that this was our favorite. Yeah.
1: I mean, we did the episode a couple months back of So Bad, it's Good. Yeah. This was almost on that episode. Yes, until Until we realized, you know, let's just do a whole mm-hmm. leprechaun um, um, episode. And I'm glad we saved it because this is clearly the best movie of the franchise. I don't think it's even close. What do you love about it? It's funny. It starts off hilarious. I love when he takes a bite of the um, Indian pawn shop owner and goes, "Mmm, Indian food, spicy." <laughs> like uh, just right there. It, like it's so off putting, but so funny. Um, terrible acting by Scott and Tammy, of course. But that's you know that's what we got with the second movie. So of course we'll get it with this movie. Um, Do you know who Scott is? Yeah, an Oscar nominated or writer, I think. Yeah, screen, you, screen,
0: you, screenplay writer. Yeah, for which movie? flight yes. with denzel washington but he dude he also so wrote he also wrote hardball which you and mm-hmm. i grew up watching Great fucking movie coach carter Whew. and kong skull island really which is a blockbuster movie yeah like huge he's
1: he's made he's made quite a name for himself in the writing because he can't act for shit dude my man so is good for him my man is living large no he's I mean, a, he's, he's a really talented yeah. um not not acting but writing yes yeah. for dude kong skull island
0: that's i mean that's Let's not undersell that. That's like I mean, a let's big not um,
1: undersell Coach Carter, the greatest fucking movie of our childhood. <laughs> probably our favorite movie of our childhood. I, I, it's, that's definitely a movie that's so bad it's good now. If you yeah. were to watch it as like a 30-year-old.
0: I remember my two favorite sports movies growing up were Friday Night Lights and Coach Carter. And only one is stuck and around. Friday probably, Night so Lights so. holds up amazingly. Yeah. And then Coach Carter is just like, yeah. well, how did I like this movie?
1: Because <laughs> it had uh, Channing Tatum in it. though. <laughs>
0: But you're, you're right about Leprechaun 3, man. It's, it's just a blast. And when we talk about movies that are so bad that they're good, setting, I think, is really important. And when you put Leprechaun
1: in Vegas, dude. You can't think of a better it's place great. for him. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect, man. There was something about the second movie where um, L.A. was good, but you feel like that there is more meat on the bone to be had, like, him in a better setting. Yeah. And, like, Vegas was it. And that, that's kind of why I wish they did another movie. Maybe not in Vegas because that would just be um, overkill. But just something else like before they went to space. Like, like New, New, York. New York New York City? Like, like they should have just made fun of like a Jason. Be like, yeah. Leprechaun takes Manhattan. They probably could have made a better movie. Yeah. Um, this movie got a zero. This got a zero. Yeah. The, the The audience gave it a 34%. So, I mean, we're kind of more with them. Uh, but those critics can can kiss my ass. I, I think this movie uh, is better than some Halloween movies. It's better than like Resurrection. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but some horror, I mean, some if, if, if 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 uh, this movie was on like our top fifty list, I, I think it would have a chance to be in like the low forties.
0: Let Let's put it in terms of Friday the Thirteenth. How many Friday the Thirteenth movies is this better than?
1: I think it's better than. <laughs> <laughs> it could. It's better than. Jason Takes Manhattan and Jason goes to Hell. It's better Madness. than Manhattan. It's close. I think it's on that same. Yeah, there. I, I, I would probably rather watch this again than Jason Takes Manhattan. Okay, I do, and I, I like Jason Takes Manhattan. I think I disagree. But but but... I like this movie too. I think it fits in with the shitty Friday the Thirteenth movies, yeah. which for a Leprechaun, for the third movie in the Leprechaun series, I think that speaks volumes.
0: Let's talk about the, um, man, the two kills two of the best kills in the franchise easily actually they might be my number one number two now that I'm thinking about it uh, Loretta's kill where she has the gold coin and she wants to be all pretty and good looking mm-hmm. and Leprechaun just blows her yeah. up and she literally explodes it looks mm-hmm. like she has liposuction yeah, which
1: she's like got some, Donald Duck walking around with some huge women, ass and huge lips
0: and the funny thing is some women choose to look like that these <laughs> days
1: <laughs> <laughs> women yeah
0: and then Fazio, where he actually saws him in half. Yeah, great. good that, shit.
1: That's probably my favorite scene of the movie. Good um, effects, too, man. Where they show the body. Yeah, split. really good effects. Um, that's what I like about this movie, too, is, like, the this is the movie where, like, the characters are now, like, so over-exaggerated, um, kind of. Like, yeah. you know they're going to die the second they first appear on screen. <laughs> like, yeah. But they're clearly assholes. And, like, that's what I love about it. Like, you didn't get that with the first movie. Like, I don't want to go back to, like, the first movie, but, like, It's just kind of like the last, like, half hour of that movie is just, like, Tom and Jerry, like, you know, them just, like, chasing, like, leprechaun with a shotgun, like, no one's gonna die. This movie is, like, like, just leprechaun going to town, fucking killing, like, these greedy people, like, these assholes that, like, you want to see die. And, um, yeah, that scene with Fozzie, was amazing. I, I've like, as dark as it is, I found myself cracking up.
0: Yeah. It's good stuff. And then they showed the body split and and actually I didn't, I didn't expect them to show the body that was split in half, but Uh, they did. Mm -hmm. And it looked pretty good. Um, I, I do think the movie loses a little bit of steam when they're in the hospital outside of the casino setting. Yeah. But you know, every scene in the, in the thrift shop leading up to when Leprechaun is in the casino, in the hotel rooms and all that is, is pretty much on point.
1: Oh, and I love the scene. So it's a really small scene. So I don't know if you call it, but there's a scene where they're up in the hotel room and they throw Lep out of like the window. Yeah. And like, they were just in like a nice um, hotel room. And then like the, like, the outside of it's just like a um, um, apartment complex. Like <laughs> yeah. you could tell like they had no money to like actually like shoot outside of like the casino. Like right. they just had to film it like outside of like some shitty complex. I thought that part was hilarious. And then at the very end, if you catch it, when they set his pop gold on fire, and like he's like up in like the air, and he's like uh, levitating, and he's on fire, you can see the cord that's hanging. Yeah. Uh, Warwick Davis and I thought like that's just like a perfect ending to this masterpiece of a movie.
0: <laughs> so this is pretty easily number one for us. I also think this is the movie that you and I probably have the most nostalgia for. Mm-hmm. For me, for me, definitely, because like I said, I had only seen two of these anyway. And I always liked this movie over the
1: original, even when I was super young. Right. Um, So, oddly enough, it's the first movie in the franchise I went straight to DVD, or I don't want to say DVD to VHS. Well,
0: it's hard to picture the fact that Leprechaun Two is in theaters. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised that wasn't straight to VHS. Mm -hmm. Now we're not surprised. This is number one. Are you surprised that Leprechaun Two was number two?
1: Uh, not by me, because I'm kind of the one that put my hand down. No, but I know but, you were kind of torn on it, but, but prior to rewatching them, what did you expect? No, I I knew that the first three, I I thought the first three would be the top three, not in order, but I always knew that Leprechaun two was a solid movie that was way better than the newer ones. Okay, fair enough. So that did not shock me. No. Well, look, man, that
0: is the definitive rankings of the Leprechaun franchise. Let's count it back before we wrap up here. Number eight in last place, Leprechaun Origins. Seventh place, Leprechaun in the Hood. Sixth place, Leprechaun in Space. In number five is Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Number four is Leprechaun. I'm sorry. Number four is Leprechaun, the original. I almost said Leprechaun Returns. It is the original Leprechaun at number four. Number three is Leprechaun Returns. Number two is Leprechaun 2. And number one... Predictably for you and I is Leprechaun three. That's it, man. We we watched eight Leprechaun movies in preparation for this podcast. Dude, this,
1: this was fucking hard, man. Like like we started off this whole podcast with ranking you know fifty movies. We we would do ten per episode. Yeah. Uh, this was harder than any one of those that we had to do. Agreed. I mean, it's easy to rank you know a bunch of movies that we've seen a bunch of times. You know, from Halloween like resurrection to like a shitty nightmare movie but this was like i just need a drink
0: well look we watch these movies so you people don't have to so uh, do yourselves a favor do not sit through eight leprechaun movies but
1: i'd maybe watch the first three and then leprechaun returns if you're yeah not that into it and if you are then god bless you and watch all eight
0: no that's really fair the first three and then returns is very fair uh, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast, and as always, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Happy St. Paddy's Day.